0: AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
2: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.
0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
3: More dynamite! Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. I am dynamite in a dress, and I am glad to be here with you all on this Friday evening. My dynamite might not be quite as empowered right now. I might not be packing as much of a blast, but I am here every evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Blasting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. Joining me, as always, is my buddy DJ Carrot Stokes Be careful where you put that carrot.
2: Yeah! <laughs> now, AK, I thought you said you were a tomboy growing up.
3: I was very much a tomboy. Well, your your
2: explosion sound effects was pretty bad in the beginning. Was it? Bow, that pa-choo. was. It? <laughs> I bet you went pachu pachu pachu. <laughs> Are you one of those?
3: Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was sound. I was sounding actually like a girl there, and not like a guy. I got to work on that. I'm going to work on that over the weekend and come back and give you my my better sound effects. Or what I may actually have to do is I may actually I might have to Madonna the situation. You know, and have you, like, bump it up in the background where, like, lip sync it, you know, to where it's like, you think that I'm doing it, but I'm not really, okay? So we're going to work on that. Um, lots to cover on tonight. Um, tonight's Andrea K show. We've got more explosive. I mean, talk about explosive. We've got more explosive evidence of how the, the government has failed the children in America, and particularly the 17 Americans who lost their lives in Parkland. And it is absolutely outrageous that the the cover up actually i'm gonna you know I haven't heard this today, but I'm actually going to use the c word and say there was a cover up here. We're gonna talk about that coming up, what was covered up and by whom and then also joining me on tonight's show speaking of cover up is the Mueller investigation that's nothing but a cover up for the crimes committed by the left and of course we've got these indictments coming out today, and we'll see you know whether or not they amount to anything more than some you know um What's it called when when it's like a, a fake bomb or it's like when you've got a gun and it's and the bullets don't have anything in Blank, it blanks gun, yeah I mean it's yeah I mean it's like uh, you know the, is the Mueller investigating shooting blanks you know he's got these indictments coming out today what are they covering up for well it's I'd like to call it the Nunez ten is what they're covering up for so we've got joining us a little bit later on the show is my gal Sydney Powell you've seen her she's been all over Hannity she wrote the book literally. On the corruption that is within the Department of Justice, which includes the FBI. She's going to be here. And then also, speaking of corruption, we've got Katie Grimes. If there's any story coming out of California, i got to go. She is my go-to gal on California and talking about explosions and hype. Uh, hyperbole and hypocrisy going on within the party, in particular, in surrounding not just wanting to protect the lives of children, but also women and this whole Me Too movement. There's more going on there. See, they they think that they they like to launch these movements that are all based on on smoke and mirrors to keep going with the the explosion theme, and there's never really anything behind it. So then they got to try to move on when there's never any there. They're exposed. Well, you know what? We're not going to let them off the hook. Okay, they started it with this move-to thing, and we're going to talk about it. They started acting like they cared about children. We're going to talk about that because it's not just the lives of children in schools that are at peril today. And then also a little later on the show, um, we, we also have to talk about who, who – with Katie, who is President Trump threatening to remove from California? We're going to answer that question. And we've I've also got an answer to the people that it's really easy for you non-Californians to say we should get out. But it's not that easy to do when you've set up life here and you've set up roots. So I'm going to actually do a little segment I like to call, what if you can't leave California? What do you do next? So we're going to have that later. Speaking of uh, government and more government failure, you know, almost immediately the hair in the back of my neck went up because immediately after the shooting down there, it was politicized. I think I talked about it that night on the show. Did I not DJ carrot sticks? Yes, you did. I said, why is it there's something going on here that the local authorities, including the sheriff and others, came out and immediately with absolutely no. I, I said, where's the investigation? Instead, they immediately came out and blamed all kinds of stuff before any investigation had gone on. I said, I'm, I prefer press conferences where law enforcement in particular actually investigate crimes. Follow the evidence where it leads and report on the facts, not come out and start making assumptions, which was literally one of the words that the sheriff used, and then start pushing political agendas with, oh, by the way, President Trump, conservatives and a constitutionally protected civil right um, being scapegoated. And within days, and however, in drips and drabs, we started seeing the truth of the failures that went on with these kids. And it was not the NRA. It was not the National Rifle Association who went to this kid's home 39 times and didn't do anything. It wasn't the NRA or President Trump who didn't follow up on tips. It wasn't the NRA or President Trump who failed to secure the building. It wasn't the president or the NRA who hid behind Cars when they were supposed to be, when they had weapons on them, sheriff's deputies and hid behind cars instead of going in and sat there behind those cars, listening to the sounds of children being murdered. And immediately after those, all those failures, it was a rush with organizations paying to put the victims. On buses to go to the state legislators in Florida to then go to D.C. while scapegoating and literally accusing the Republican Party, President Trump, and Congress people for being to blame. This is astounding to me. We find out tonight, today it was explosive because we thought we found out that one sheriff's deputy, this Peterson guy, was was this SRO who stood outside and didn't go in. And I thought, oh, great. You know, we've got, I mean, clearly, you know, this was a guy who, you know, was 30 years on the force and made a choice in the moment that he was going to put the focus on collecting his pension. He didn't want to risk losing his pension by risking taking a bullet. That was bad enough. Now we find out four sheriff's deputies did it. Meanwhile, these people are trying to tell us that that the solution is to take more of our guns away from us and defend, depend on the very government that has failed the, not just these children but every Americans. And then on top of it, amidst all these failures, they're lying to us and covering up on what it's about and working with CNN to do it. Did you guys hear the latest? I took so much heat. I mean I had to block some people that came at me in a way that was – I mean almost unhinged and like scary because I posted yesterday a story that one of the victims – see, as they – as Oprah Winfrey – and I talked about this and I took a lot of heat for it too because as Oprah Winfrey and other people were paying a lot of money to send these kids to D.C., the message was these kids get to decide what happens because they're the victims. We need to listen to them, da 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 and, um, yes, it's great that we listen to them, but I've been saying they cannot control we, – we cannot let uh, teenagers as well as victims get to decide suddenly because they've been victimized get to decide what happens with policy. We, we, we can't let that happen. Then uh, on top of that being orchestrated, now we're finding out – but we're told we've got to listen to them and we're not allowed to criticize unless one of these kids comes out and says, hey, wait a second. I didn't want to follow CNN's town hall agenda, and I didn't want to pose a question that they wanted me to ask, which was to push gun control. And I posted an article from one of these young men, and he was immediately called a liar. This was fake news. Now we've got another uh, father, actually uh, not one of the uh, victims. Yes, it was the victim, uh, Andrew Klein and his daughter. Uh, The daughter spoke eloquently. If you watched uh, the White House listening session, uh, she spoke eloquently there. Uh, But Andrew Klein and his daughter told Laura Ingram that um, he had a conversation with a CNN producer. And this was about planning for the town hall, which was supposed to be an extension of the listening, which was nothing but just dis- nothing but an opportunity. It was like Gladiator. It was like watching. If you watch this thing, it was like Dana Lash was um, what's that? What's Russell Crowe in the stadium and literally being fed to the wolves? So, But this guy was invited to go, and he said that his conversation with the CNN producer, he said what he took away from it is that they wanted people to talk the policy implications. He said uh, the pr- producer insinuated to me they were looking for people to espouse a certain narrative, which was taking the tragedy and turning it into a policy debate. Well, you know what? There you have it. You have two now coming out and saying exactly what I've been saying, that the left has literally preyed upon these victims and exploited it, to push their agenda. It's not about caring about kids. If it cared about kids, they wouldn't immediately gone to push for legislation that didn't, would do nothing to take care of these children. They would have been at that town hall meeting excoriating that sheriff. No, Dana Lash was, was the one who had to turn to him and say, Hey, wait a second. You, Mr. Sheriff, as he was continuing to push for gun control, hiding, by the way, that his deputies sat outside and did nothing to, while children were being slaughtered. She was the one who turned to him and said, Wait a second, Mr. Sheriff, Mr. Scapegoat Gun, Guns. It was your people that went and didn't do anything. 37, 39 times to go visit him. I really wish Dana Lash had known in that moment about his deputies and what they did. Every one of them, by the way, is probably going to end up getting to collect a pension. We're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, More hypocrisy under the guise of pretending to care about children um, because uh, President Trump, boy, he lit it up when he made a suggestion about who he wants to remove from California. Stay tuned. Katie Grimes is going to be here on the other side of the break, and we'll get her, her opinion on this.
6: Hewitt here with more news about our Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise this summer. Usually these vacations only feature one of our talk show hosts, but the Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise gives you three of us, myself along with Larry Elder and Mike Gallagher, ...island hopping in paradise and discussing the state of our country. Enjoy luxurious shipboard accommodations and dining, thrilling excursions on the island. Then at night, we all get together for an insider's discussion on what's going on in our country. We've got some stories to tell. So come and join us, Larry, Mike, and me in paradise, the Aloha Talkers Hawaii crew, August 11th through the 18th, seven relaxing days and tropical nights. The Lawn Poe in Hawaii, it's my favorite places in all the world. Join me along with Larry Elder and, yes, Mike Gallagher this summer... For the most relaxing and most stimulating cruise you'll ever experience. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. We're going to have a wonderful time.
7: Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. Look, we want to help you save on your electric bill in 2018. The federal tax credit of 30% is set to sunset in 2020, and it's going down each year before that, but not now. 30% is still available. And we have no money down, no interest, and no payments for six months. And if you buy three panels, you get one free. Are you kidding me? Buy three, get one free. And you could get a whole home backup energy storage battery for me for $29.99 a month. No money down, no interest, and no payments. Solar saves you money. Give me a call right now. 888-366-5498. 888-366-5498. Look, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. I'm the best. Forget the rest. 888-366-5498 or at petersondean.com. No money, no interest, no down. Get the battery for $29 a month. 888-366-5498. CSLB 468-117. AM 1170,
1: The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K show rolling along here. Um, shocking information coming out in terms of it, the more information about how the federal government and state and local government really uh, failed our, our kids and these students in, in Florida. I am absolutely outraged to find out today that four sheriff's deputies hid behind their cars for four, five minutes while children were being slaughtered. The solutions that are coming out um, from a variety of different sources are kind of shocking as well because, you know, I, I, I'm all for, I, I'm even open to things related to guns, it, you know, as much as I love the Second Amendment. If I thought they might actually work, I'm not hearing anything today that would actually work because none of it had anything at all to do with this mass shooting. Uh, joining me now to talk about this, as well as some other topics of the day, is my go to gal for anything California. It's Katie Grimes. Hey, Katie, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Hi, I don't want to camp too long in the Parkland-Florida situation because I've got so much to cover with you, and you're such a wealth of information, but I don't know if you heard that today, this morning, we found out that uh, supposedly the one um, SRO deputy that was armed stood outside the door and didn't go in to help, and there was a press conference that the sheriff sheriff said he was disgusted, he should have gone in. Yes, the protocol was that he not stand out there and wait for SWAT. He was absolutely supposed to go in. He resigned. He was under armed guard. Ironically got to guard that guy with guns. Right. Um, Because can you imagine the family family members finding this out? Now we find out that there were four of Sheriff Israel's deputies that didn't go in to help. We find this out a week later after this after this sheriff has gone around blaming everybody from President Trump to, you know, Ronald Reagan. You know, it's ridiculous. Your thoughts. It is.
8: Yeah, it is absolutely shocking. And um Look, I'm the first one that uh, loves good law enforcement. We need them. There's no doubt about that. But there is this pervasive uh, mentality, unfortunately, that has kind of inflicted many departments where it's officers safety first. And that's a really dangerous thing because these are supposed to be our first responders.
3: Yes. And and. I I get I had I had a discussion today with a friend of mine named Don and he was like I'm sure he was scared and fearful. No doubt. No doubt in third right. most police officers never have to never have to use their weapon. But do not take the job in particular if this thing if the issue today is we've got to start taking care of our children then don't go stand at the door. If you're not willing to go in when somebody's in there shooting up children.
8: That's it's exactly it and and I I could not agree with you more. Um, I think most of America is probably stunned hearing this, and yet, Andrea, in our own state, we've had issues like this happen before, um, where officers and or and uh, uh, firemen have stood and watched while you know some some guy drowned up in Alameda County because they didn't want to go in and risk their own life saving him. And yet, isn't that what? <laughs> isn't that their
3: job yeah some of the bizarre, exactly some of the solutions coming out today from uh governor scott in florida as well as president trump is uh raising the age to 21 to buy an ar-15 um but then they've got to carve out exceptions for the military and the military spouses because we've got 19 year olds risking their lives for this country over in afghanistan and you're going to tell them they can't get a weapon
8: I know. I think those are kind of superficial band-aids on a very serious problem. And frankly, it's a mental health problem. We're not addressing this guy. People knew for years that there was something really wrong with this fellow and he didn't get the mental health care he needed which perhaps was even, um, you know, putting him in some sort of a institutional setting. Yeah. Uh, that's actually the bigger problem. We've got to quit blaming guns because it's not guns that are killing people. It's the crazy people behind them that are killing people.
3: Yes, and, but I'm even concerned a little bit about some of the suggestions in, in, in term, like Governor Scott had in terms of restrictions. Prohibit a person from possess, possessing or purchasing a firearm if they are subject to an, an injunction or protection against stalking, cyberstalking, dating, violence, et cetera. Do you know how easy it is to get a restraining order?
8: Yeah, so you know, so and some of this yeah I Yeah. I think they're saying these things right now because they're just desperate to to grasp for any sort of solution and I understand that. The emotions are running high right now in the country and I, I am confident that cooler heads will prevail. Uh, and and real solutions are are sought.
3: Well, you know, we had Kevin McCullough on the show from uh, Daily Drive Time on um, a sister station in New York who had, I think it was one of the top trending articles in the news the other day on Town Hall where he had seven steps to stopping shootings and not one of them has been proposed anywhere and it involves a a lockdown of the facility itself. I mean, what you have to go through to get into a government building is more invasive than what I have to go through at the gynecologist, but yet Anybody yeah. can walk up to a school. I mean, that, you know, and, and not nobody is talking about that today. I do. What are your thoughts, though, on President Trump, who came out and said, we need to start arming teachers?
8: Um, I think it's fascinating because uh, he we do, he's right that we definitely need some armed people on campus. And if there's teachers willing to step up, then by golly, they should be trained and allowed. To, um, to, to carry I mean I've gone through the CCW the concealed carry um, process it is in depth it, they do not hand those things out like candy um, so you know I think it's a it's a realistic way to do it and you're right Andrea I mean, you think about when you walk into the bank, there's an armed guard. When you go into any government building, my God, you go through metal detectors. And I'm talking about, you know, like the Department of Fish and Game. Who cares about the Department (laughs) of Fish and Game? But you can't get in there without showing your ID. And so, I mean, this shows you, and I'm going to get a little political, this shows you that it's the left that has been running our schools and our education system for decades, because this is kind of like the last holdout of leftist thinking, and they obviously don't care as much about the children as they've been telling us for years. Otherwise, they would allow these schools to be safe, secure locations.
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, They would be demanding that they be as secure as the uh, Academy Awards coming up in March. Yes. Um there yeah yeah, so, um, so Trump is in some hot water today because um, you know he, we're not supposed to care about victims outside of schools right now, so when Trump comes out today and threatens to remove ice from California because they're not doing anything to stop m s thirteen people are hysterical. How can he use that kind of language, and I'm saying like I was on Fox Five this morning, I'm saying, wait a second do do you not remember I mean, the state of the union address katie the the moment that that stirred me the most was seeing the two par sets of parents. Whose yeah. teenage daughters were brutally murdered at the hands of Ms. Thirteen, and we are protecting gangbangers like that on the streets. These, these, and I looked that Democrat in the eye this morning on the news, and I said, "Why don't te- those teenagers matter as much as the ones in Parkland?" Because they don't oh, fit the they don't yeah. fit the agenda.
8: That's exactly. It. They're kind of the inconvenient truth behind what's going on. I think the threat was fascinating because this is an issue I. I addressed in my book, California's War Against Donald Trump, Who Wins, Who Loses, we cover this. Um, this is a brilliant strategy by him. Our politicians, since the day he was elected, had been thumbing their noses at him, threatening to, uh, you know, to, to resist, whatever that means, <laughs> yeah. every policy he puts in place or or. Uh, Our politicians have also promised that they will be adopting every regulation he overturns. I mean, this is the insanity in this state. So I think he's just kind of calling them out and saying, fine, let's let's pull ice out of California. You're not doing anything to help.
3: Right, and and one of the things when he makes a statement like that, uh, he uh, brings the issue to the fore. That's one of the ways he got elected because issues that nobody was talking about and nobody was talking about in an honest way and a way that every other American talks about, he brought it to the fore and Americans were like, yes, this is what we need. And stop the platitudes. And oh, by the way, to those who are upset today that President Trump made any kind of threat to any local authorities, may I remind everybody when President Obama took a special trip down to Arizona and showed up on the tarmac, giving Governor Jan Brewer quite the hairy eyeball, basically yeah. telling her, look, lady, this this uh, immigration situation is under federal purview, and you'll do what I say. Okay, that's what Trump yep. is trying to do right now.
8: Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, we've got an attorney general in our state who thinks it's his job to sue the federal government as opposed to addressing the real crime and fraud we have in this state that is supposed to be under his purview. So I think this is the perfect, perfect way for the president to call out that toad that Jerry Brown appointed (laughs) and uh, and frankly address all of our other toady politicians.
3: Uh, speaking of toady politicians getting into more hypocrisy, <laughs> we gotta talk about, uh, I said earlier in the show, Katie, they start these movements. They don't want to talk about me too right now, right? Because. Well, no, they don't. Right. But, you know, we're gonna ri- remind them of that. Cause see, they start these movements. And then when the truth about who's really guilty of what these movements mm-hmm. are about, then they want to move on. You know, they want to, they want to well, get onto course. something else. It's like a craft project they don't want to finish. So here in California, update everybody. We've got like three minutes left. Update everybody mm-hmm. on, the latest the uh, on the the journals that are the sexual abusers in the Democrat Party here in California.
8: It's unbelievable. I have an article up about it today on FlashReport dot org, uh, titled "It Senator Tony Mendoza Resigns While Senate President Presides Over Kangaroo Court." The Capitol cesspool saga adds another chapter in the sexual harassment orgy going on under the dome. This is unbelievable. So yesterday, Senator Kevin uh, Senate President Kevin DeLeon announced we will not tolerate harassment, nor sweep it under the rug, I, I wrote, as I spit my coffee. So that's exactly <laughs> what they've tried to do in this state. So yes, Senator Tony Mendoza, who's been accused by six women that we know of, mm-hmm. of um, some really gross sexual harassment, possibly even sexual abuse, mm-hmm. but he's one of many. So he resigned finally yesterday when it looked like It was possible that he was going to be expelled, although I highly question that. But, but Andrea, this is in a long list. This is He's just the latest. Assemblyman Raul Bocanegra of Los Angeles, Assemblyman Matt DeBabney of Los Angeles, now Tony Mendoza of Artesia, Assemblywoman Christina Garcia, uh, who was the face of the Me Too movement Mm -hmm. in Sacramento, California. She even got a name in Time Magazine for it. Uh, And some of her, the accusations against her are really, really gross.
3: Well, I think we got a name uh, for her ourselves, don't we, Katie? What (laughs) name? I think
8: we, uh, (laughs) I'll
9: I'll,
8: I'll let you use that one. (laughs) Yeah, not pretty stuff. I think uh, minimally she's a very awkward human being that needed alcohol. Uh, and yeah. was it, frankly forcing her, her own employees to drink it with her during the yeah. middle of the day. So she committed lots of, lots of crimes.
3: Now I'm hearing more allegations about Ben Hueso, as well as Lorena Gonzalez here in San Diego. I'm not really sure what those stories about. Are you, are you up on yes. those as well?
8: Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, a, a good, uh, confident friend alerted me to allegations that uh, what I heard was that um, uh, Assemblywoman. Um, uh, Uh, Lorena Gonzalez Fletcher uh, had actually covered up the alleged rape by one of her employees. Um, We don't know the circumstances. We don't know the name. Obviously, there's lots of digging going on, but now it's out in the open and the Sacramento Bee has a story about it. Uh, So more will be coming to to the front. I have also heard rumors about Senator Ben So and I've heard rumors about Senate President Kevin DeLeon as well. So yeah. there's this is not over by any stretch.
3: And, and we're not going to let it be over because they started this. They wanted to hang this. They started this Republican war on women and that it was the Republicans that were mistreating women uh, sexually yeah. and yeah, otherwise. Right. And you know what? They it, the left is always uh, pointing the finger away from themselves so that they deflect away from the crimes that they are committing. Hey, Katie, how can people um, read all your stuff?
8: Uh, I, I publish uh, most of my stuff at org. I'm on Facebook as Katie Grimes. I'm on Twitter, Katie Sex Citizen. I also publish at the Canada Free Press. All
3: right. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned because Mueller's back at it. Who has he nabbed? Any big fish? Or are they more like little sardines? Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up.
1: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: Andrea K Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760 815 8987. 760-815-8987 or visit thedavestapletondifference.com That's the And MLS number
1: 248823
0: Diego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eyes... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well, then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. (laughs) If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. Help One at SanDiego.com. Local jobs
5: that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444.
8: The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice.
1: AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm glad that I glanced up at the right time because we've got these TVs in, in the studio, as I've mentioned before. And I looked up earlier at the beginning of the break and I saw we were in 12th place on men's bobsled. At the Olympics. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm thinking, are we going to get good in any, any of these events? I do see that the, this last run we ended up in first. So, you know, I need to hear some good news because, quite frankly, the U.S. has almost pretty much humiliated itself over there.
2: Well, the amazing story is the women's hockey winning gold over Canada. This is yeah. the fourth time they've met up in the finals. They lost the three previous Olympics. So this is tw- four, uh, 12 years in the making. They finally won gold over the Canadian women.
3: Well, I hope that I, I hope they're also winners in the sense that they weren't first forced to win. No, hockey, they don't wear they were bulky uniforms i don't know if you saw the uniforms i posted of the women speed skating they were like
2: freaky I'm there was ho- a little patch of black that shouldn't have been there
3: yeah yeah and I, yeah there was a serious wardrobe uh design issue there um speaking of winners and losers though mueller a big headline today the left thinking there was a big win happening with Mueller in the investigation today i can't remember exactly what the headline was or i think it might have been a wapo but it was basically man muller's got all these indictments coming out today gates pleads Guilty, Mueller is just one step away from getting Trump. Well, I am not uh, an attorney. I don't know about these indictments, but it sure seems to me like the, uh, like this is these indictments today and this guilty plea were you know low level beefs that not even some assistant uh, U.S. attorney would take. But I could be wrong, and that's why I bring in my expert on these matters, Sidney Powell, who wrote the book on the corruption that's going on in the Department of Justice, "Licensed to Lie." Hey, Sydney, welcome to the Andrea K. Show.
10: Hey, Andrea, thank you. It's always great to be with you all.
3: Okay, so, well, um, big guilty plea today. More indictments involving Paul Manafort and some dude named Gates. Uh, is this is this more um, nothing?
10: Well, it's all more stuff that's going to ruin their lives that goes back 20 years or more, has nothing to do with the Trump campaign in any way, But uh, for the two of them, it's certainly very serious charges and a lot to try to defend against, which I'm sure is why Richard Gates entered his guilty plea. I would commend to everyone's reading an article by Judge Rakoff, R-A-K-O-F-F, several years ago called Why the Innocent Plead Guilty. And frankly, the problem is when you're faced with a 32-count indictment and 17 lawyers with an unlimited budget, going against you that, you know, raid your house in the middle of the night and search your wife while she's lying in bed and yeah. things like that, you know, they're, they're the might and weight and power of the federal government heaped upon a single individual is a, a lot to try to defend against.
3: Yeah, there are many so, times there are, there are men in these situations that will say, you know what, I'll just plead guilty so I can end the suffering on my family. And, and they say, you know what, I'll, I'll plead guilty if you promise to leave my family alone.
10: Exactly. They can't fight it mentally, emotionally, financially, or any way at all.
3: Yeah.
10: So so the new indictment reflects what they say is a $30 million money laundering operation and millions of dollars' worth of financial transactions, primarily for the benefit of Mr. Manafort, it alleges, that were treated as loans. And so there are lots of bank fraud allegations. There are tax allegations. I mean, this is definitely a, a very serious indictment for Mr. Manafort to try to defend against. And, of course, Mr. Gates is implicated in it by virtue of his relationship with Mr. Manafort. I haven't even had time to read the entire indictment yet. It's rather lengthy and detailed. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he, uh, Mr. Gates entered a guilty plea, and I'm sure it's going to require him to testify against Mr. Manafort as to these transactions. So the, the two of them are are going to be, well, they're just in a horrible position.
3: Yeah, they are. And, you know, when, when, uh, Martha Stewart goes to the pokey for six months, not for insider trading, but because she, you know, had two conflicting statements. You know, you, you, he's, he's in a world of hurt. And, um, if he committed crimes, then I do think he should pay a price. I'm one of these people that, you know, I think I'm for equal justice under the law. We're just not seeing that. And when I saw these indictments come out today, this guilty plea, um, I actually then was flashing back on the Friday where Rod Rosenstein came out. Um, and talked about, ooh, the big indictments of 13 Russians for basically doing nothing different than the rest of us do on Facebook. Um, and that, to me, was meant to deflect away from uh, the Democrat memo that we still have not seen. I don't know if you remember that uh, there was the Nunes oh, yeah. memo and what was alleged in terms of using the phony, the lies and smears and defamation file paid for by Hillary Clinton that was then used by the FBI to go and lie to a court so that they could spy on Americans. The Democrats supposedly had a memo that was going to come out. It's nowhere. It's nowhere, Sydney. No, instead, they're and because they've got nothing, they've got to come out with more of these indictments. Meanwhile, it's all a deflection from the real crimes have been committed. And Nunes has, have you heard of the Nunes 10? His questions you've been busy at CPAC. I don't know if you've heard. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
10: Uh, Yes. I did hear that he has issued questions to a number of people in the Obama administration and Mr. Comey and, and others uh, trying to find out, you know, what they knew and and when on the Steele dossier issue,
3: including
10: already piece together some of that from the information we do know, but it will be interesting to see if he even gets any answers. I'm betting uh, no one replies.
3: And so it, and, and help us to understand the legal process here. So he submits these questions. Questions like, when did you first learn or come to believe that the Steele dossier was funded by a Democrat aligned entity? Uh, when did President Obama, was President Obama briefed? I mean, this, the, he's, he's trying to go out, pierce, he's trying to pierce the, uh, oval, the doors to the Oval Office, uh, here. Um, so they've got until March 2nd. So let's say they don't respond. Then what happens?
10: Well, then uh, the chairman will probably issue subpoenas for them to come before the committee. And they will probably ignore those. Um, There might have to be contempt citations. Of course, they could wind up being meaningless or or not having the votes to get contempt citations. So um, I'm really not expecting a, a whole lot to amount from any of that except for their failure to testify and cooperate speaks volumes you know all the republicans have been in there testifying and cooperating for the most part yeah
3: i tell you who was not cooperating i don't know if you heard today but john mccain's associate the one who uh went over to london oh yeah
10: he took the fifth amendment yeah. yeah so, I would be expecting a lot more people on the list to be taking the Fifth Amendment.
3: Yes. So then that brings me to my next question that I'm confused about, because there was a lot of talk a week or so ago about President Trump um, being, you know, was he going to go in and submit himself to questioning under oath and what a dangerous game that was. And I thought, well, why doesn't he just, why, no, Amir is I, I, my understanding is that you're you're never required to answer questions. My plan is to never answer a question by any government attorney.
10: Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, yes, invoke your right to remain silent.
3: So doesn't President Trump have that same right? Because here's what I heard uh, on the news. I heard that if he doesn't go, a grand jury, jury can subpoena him, and then he's forced to answer questions. But can't he do like McCain's uh, associate did and plead the fifth?
10: Sure. He okay. could do that.
3: Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I hope he does, and you know, I don't expect that we're going to get any answers to these questions from Nunez because they get right to the heart of who actually committed crimes. Uh, questions like, "Did you convene any meetings with the intelligence community and/or law enforcement as a result of the information contained in the Steele dossier?"
10: I mean, this well, goes- we already know from uh, Susan Rice's interesting memo to self. Uh, her last act during the Obama administration that there was a meeting with Comey and herself and mm-hmm. Biden. And uh, I don't even remember who else was there right now, but there was a very high level meeting mm-hmm. that had to have been about the steel dossier. And according to her memo, she claims, you know, Obama said we're going to do all this by the book. Yeah. Of course, the meeting was actually 15 days earlier on January 5th. Yeah. And Rice claims that, um, you know, they didn't talk about the dossier, but the very next day, Comey goes to Trump Tower to brief, brief President-elect Trump about the dossier. And of course, all the other stuff is going on at the same time. And we have the stroke page text messages indicating that they were going to brief the president on everything. Yeah,
3: yeah. people who are doing everything by the book don't have to talk about how they do everything by the
10: book. They just do it by the book. and they sure don't send it (laughs) 15 days later. Oh, by the way, we had this meeting 15 days ago, and in that meeting we said we were going to do this by the book.
3: Oh, my gosh. We've got like 30 seconds left. Anything you want to share, sight, sounds, or anything meaningful to you from CPAC?
10: Oh, it's uh, been just an amazing conference. It's still going on. Follow me on Twitter at Sydney Powell the number one and stay tuned for future developments. I've got a T-shirt coming out that everybody's going to be interested in. Ooh! Uh,
3: <laughs> I better get a copy yeah. of that. I better get. I better get uh, a T-shirt, Sydney.
10: Yeah, you're you're going to definitely want a T-shirt. I'll have to send one to you. <laughs> All right,
3: thank you so much. Hashtag Creeps on a mission. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. Well, thank you for uh, taking time from CPAC to be here, Sydney. I appreciate it. And the book is License to Lie. Be sure you get your copy if you haven't already because it's an amazing read.
10: It's a blueprint for the Mueller investigation and the lead villain is Andrew Weissman.
3: Absolutely. Thanks again, Sydney. I appreciate it.
10: Thank you, Andrea. All right.
3: Now bye-bye. Stay, bye-bye now. Now stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to take a little break. And I've got some information from you all because, you know, we do regular segments here about California and about how the what the crazy is here. And I, I we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But then I'm actually going to give some strategies because not everybody has the luxury of leaving, okay? So we just can't. Uh, that and a couple of other topics. we got a hack for you all. If you're hacked off and you need a little something fun this weekend, stay tuned because we got a hack for you guys. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E.
9: Nestled in the heart of Rancho Santa Fe, just a few miles from the Pacific Ocean and easily accessible from both the 5 and 15 freeways, Horizon Prep has been offering a private Christian education in the classical tradition for nearly two decades. Beginning with our award-winning preschool and continuing through our nationally recognized high school, Horizon Prep has recaptured the educational principles that have shaped Western civilization and produced some of the world's most influential thinkers. If you would like to come and see our beautiful 30-acre campus and experience how a Christ-centered classical education prepares students to perform at levels far exceeding national standards, plan to attend an upcoming admissions open house or schedule a tour today and discover for yourself what makes Horizon Prep the premier choice for private education in San Diego. Start your journey at horizonprep.org. That's horizonprep.org. Or by phone at 858-756-5599. 858 756-5599. Seven five six fifty five ninety nine.
11: Have you been struggling with trying to figure out the confusing Medicare system? Worried that you might make a mistake or the current Medicare plan you do have may not be right for you? Well, due to the recent wildfires in San Diego County, Medicare open enrollment has now been extended to March 31st, 2018. Make today the day you call to have your Medicare plan reviewed by a professional Bridlewood agent for free. Bridlewood specializes in Medicare insurance and has helped thousands just like you with their Medicare insurance options. Bridlewood is again named San Diego's best insurance provider by the readers of the Union Tribune. Bridlewood's friendly and knowledgeable agents specialize in Medicare insurance and will take the time to help you with your Medicare and prescription drug options. Call Bridlewood today at 858-753-1920 and we'll include a copy of the five biggest mistakes made by Medicare beneficiaries for free. 858-753-1920. That's 858-753-1920. Or find us online at BridalwoodInsurance.com.
7: Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. Look, we want to help you save on your electric bill in 2018. The federal tax credit of 30% is set to sunset in 2020. It's going down each year before that, but not now. 30% is still available, and we have no money down, no interest, and no payments for six months. And if you buy three panels, you get one free. Are you kidding me? Buy three, get one free? And you can get a whole home backup energy storage battery for me for twenty nine ninety nine a month. No money down, no interest, and no payments. Solar saves you money. Give me a call right now, 888-366-5498, 888-366-5498. Look, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. I'm the best. Forget the rest, 888-366-5498 or at petersondean.com. No money, no interest, no down. Get the battery for 29 bucks a month, 888-366-5498, CSLB four six eight one one seven.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
12: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's bag one to 88988.
1: AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to
3: The Andrea K. Show. Final segment. Wrapping up a long week, but I've been. Blasting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. Speaking of which, what was that hashtag Sydney talked about? Was it hashtag creeps on parade, creeps on a roll?
2: I thought she said hashtag priest on a mission.
3: Creeps on a mission.
2: Creeps on a mission.
3: Creeps on a mission. Yeah, that's what it is. Speaking of creeps on a mission, it it just ties so perfectly into Obama. Because I don't know if you guys saw his tweet. Thank you to David J. Appleyard, buddy of mine. I call him the Ken Jennings of Facebook because he know like knows everything. So he shows uh, Obama's tweet today, um, talking about these high school kids and about how you know hist- historically you know kids leave movements. Da 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 da. At the end of the tweet was like, "We've been waiting for you." It was like so creepy. It was like it reminded me of that movie that they did the remake of, The Stepford Wives. I mean, that was something like the bad dude would say at the woman's club right before the woman is about to get a lobotomy. We've been waiting for you. It was so creepy. It was gross. And another creep that's in the news today, kind of. Okay, um, like I said earlier, the left they like to start these movements, but then it always is ends up being you know showing how creepy they are. So Weinstein kind of busted the whole Hollywood thing. Everybody now is know who, knows who the creepers were. Well, at, I don't know how many people know. I think most people know that the people who get to go to the to the Academy Awards they get these swag bags. You know about that, right, DJ Carrotsticks? Yeah. I mean, these people, they act like they care about the poor people and income inequality, but let me tell you, their swag bags are worth more than most of us will make in about 10 years time. Okay. But this year there's something special in the swag bag. They've got, they've got these like pepper spray devices. I guess if you're ever encountering Harvey Weinstein or another creeper at a Hollywood director who's trying to get you to force force you to watch him shower, you just whip out your little pepper spray that, like, shoots pepper at the bottom.
2: All the the future actresses need to take those to the casting call.
3: Yeah. It's like, hey, Hollywood, how about getting rid of the creepers instead of having to put anti-creeper devices in your swag bags? I mean, it's, like, ridiculous. Anyway, speaking Hopefully of- Hopefully
2: they're like blinged out or something at least. Or. They're,
3: well, they're pink. So I guess it's intended for women. Although, you know, hello, there's been some male actors that were victims. You know, maybe they deserve like an anti-creeper device as well. Um, speaking of income inequality- In California. I don't know if you heard this report, DJ Carrot Sticks. So many people tell me all the time on Facebook, everybody just, conservatives just need to leave Facebook, uh, leave California. It's not that easy. If you've got children here, if you've got medical care that you can't leave, or maybe you've started a business here in California, or you've been with a company for 20 years and you've got a 401k, you've got benefits, you've got 20 years in, and maybe they don't have another location where you can just move to. There's lots of reasons why Californians can't just up and leave meanwhile I mean the liberal policies here are you know creating such havoc did you hear digi-carrot sticks that up in San Francisco in the Bay Area people who are making four hundred thousand dollars a year are barely able to get by and now, yes, because of all the different, it's complicated. And Katie Grimes has documented in her book all the ways that the liberal policies have driven prices up. That you know, even incomes even as high as four hundred thousand can't keep up with it. Uh, people are saying here that um, <clears throat> that it's a struggle. Uh, they can they they can barely afford healthy cl- food and c- clean clothing. They struggle to cover basics, and it's because the average cost of a home is three million dollars. That is starting to creep down to San Diego. It's not here yet. It's starting to. In Irvine, the average cost of a home is over a million dollars. And I'm talking uh, the minimum cost of a home is a million dollars. You can stay in California, but you need to get quick about it. I, I should have allowed more time for this segment. But... You can afford to buy a home here in California. couple ways to do it. I've got some partners here on the show that can help you. Julie Mills Brennan is an amazing realtor with 25 years of experience that has programs to help first-time buyers. And she's even got houses right now in the $400,000 range. I know that may sound astronomical, but let me tell you, get in now. Call Julie. Dave Stapleton is a mortgage broker that even works with people that have bankruptcies. He can help you work with Julie to get a home. If you are a retiree and a senior and all your wealth is in your home and you can't afford to sell it and move, Michelle Cole can help you pull money out of your home and get a reverse mortgage. Rod Hatley can help you protect your assets from being seized from a variety of different issues. You can stay in California, but you have to be smart and you have to be strategic and you have to get on it now. All right, two minutes left. It's time for our Hero of the Week and our stink of the Week. I think it's pretty obvious who our stink of the Week is. It's that stinking sheriff and his team down there who should have already resigned because he failed those children down there. DJ Carrot Sticks, you had an idea for Hero of the Week.
2: Yes, my hero comes in the form of a 15-year-old boy. His name was Peter Wang, and he was uh, there during the shooting, and he held the door open for students and other teachers to escape the, sh- the, the, the shooting, and you know in in a time of chaos sometimes it just takes one brave person like that to you know guide people and he was accepted to West Point um and you know it's just it's it's such a sad tragedy thing but this boy Peter Wang, really exemplified honor and 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 being courageous in in that time
3: And didn't they bury him in military honors
2: Yes he was wearing his ROTC uniform
3: Thank you for reminding me of that story because there is true bravery. I was so upset to starting the show about these sheriff's deputies and their cowardice. He was a hero. He deserved to be buried with those honors, but you know what? He didn't deserve to die. Our children deserve better than what they're getting from the government, and we need to do better for them, and it's to not depend on the government. Thank you all for being here. I hope you uh, enjoyed your time here. Come back back with me next Monday, 6 p.m., right here. Love you all. Have a great
2: night. The Andrea K show is sponsored by Andrea K